my name is Hiroyuki Ikushima. Um, I go by Hiro. I am the Tenzo of the City Center at the San Francisco Zen Center. Uh, Tenzo is the head of the kitchen. Um, when I say this, um, some people think I'm an expert and I'm a, um, actually I didn't have any kitchen experience before the Zen Center. Um, so let me introduce myself um, real quick. Well, first of all, I would like to start with expressing my gratitude to Kodo, uh, who is in Tassajara right now. Maybe a lot of you know he was the host of the, uh, this, this group. Um, yeah, I really appreciate for being here. Um, I came to San Francisco Zen Center in 2014. Um, it's been seven years. First, I went to Tassajara uh, Zen Mountain Center. Um, and uh, my first practice was in the kitchen. I was the uh, Zen kitchen apprentice uh, for the summer. And then I just decided to stay there and practice for five years. Um, and I was, oh, I worked in the kitchen. I was a bread baker. Uh, and then the last summer I was there, I was a guest cook. So I, had a quite experience in a kitchen. And at the time that I was, uh, you know, um, it's the same position that uh, Kodo was in, in the city center. I was the head of the uh, Zendo. Um, so before the Zen center, I didn't have any kitchen experience. So first when I entered the um, kitchen at Tassahara, I was quite nervous. I was very new. And, um, but I was very much determined to practice. And I, you know, I had a certain idea about what Zen practice is. And, and as you, you know, are some of you, or maybe, maybe many of you um, have been practicing meditation for some time now. So you know what it means to be, um, be present. Right, a sitting meditation is to, you know, one, one way to say it is to be fully be here and now. And why is that so important, right? And Dogen, the founder of Soto Zen, says the uh, zazen is the most important practice, and and that's because. Um, first, we, you have to wonder why you are in this uh, spiritual practice in the first place. It's, I think, you know, everyone has a different background, different stories, um, different, you know, um, you came from all over the country, and maybe some of you came from different country even. Uh, but one way I think that the many or everyone can agree is that uh, life is difficult right uh, being a human being is uh, difficult and and i think one way or the other and maybe that's the reason why many people are attracted to spiritual practice and if you are experienced meditation um, practitioner 
then you know a lot of our many, most of our problems really come from our mind. You know, um, there's a famous French philosopher from 17th century who said, I'm looking at this way because there's a screen here that I uh, wrote a memo. <clears throat> His name was Blaise Pascal, um, a famous French uh, philosopher slash mathematician. What he said was really, um, um, really resonated with me. He said, all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. I repeat, all of humanity's problems stem from human's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. And that is so true, isn't it? I mean, physically, it's almost effortless just to sit, you know, being still. Um, what's difficult is, is this mind. You know, our mind is so busy, especially if this is true if you, you know, come from home and uh, and come home from work and maybe you had a difficult day, right? Someone rubbed you in the wrong way or, you know, when you're driving and someone cut you off, whatever. Um, the story goes on in your mind. And yeah, for me too, sometimes I have difficulty even when I have nothing to do, you know, um, on my personal day or weekend, I have no plan. I mean, and maybe I'm thinking about past and future. So that's why we practice Zazen. Zazen is simply um, be here now. And when you're fully present, your thoughts are gone. And when, you're, when your thoughts are gone, who are you in that moment? You know? And Spiritual practice, one way to look at it is to explore who you really are, right? Have you ever asked the question, who am I? What is this mind and body, right? And so, you know, if you practice meditation for a long time, you start noticing that, that this pattern in your mind. Being present really means being aware right and thoughts arise and you notice the moment the moment you notice the thought is gone isn't that strange so it's already passed so you know and the thoughts create a sense of self right this idea of uh speaking about myself i i came originally from japan you know i'm a male you know um and i came from tokyo japan I lived in America for 20 years and some time and, you know, and I practice Zen and all these ideas and experience create this sense of me. And when I'm identified with this, these thoughts, I seem to struggle, right? Um, and this is why kitchen practice is so powerful. And, and I can tell you this, it can be anything, any kind of work you do. Um, kitchen practice effective, it's because it's so simple, you know. And Zen Center too, 
the community life is like a micro, microcosm of the society. All kinds of people come in here and, and live together and work together. And um, you know, people think kitchen practice is about cooking. But cooking is just a tiny bit. It's just a part of, small part of our practice. What makes it so effective is that working with other people in, in, a, um, in a limited space, you know, where the friction occurs, right? And that happens everywhere in a society, any work you do, right? And the friction, this effect of the friction is like a mirror. You're looking at yourself. So, you know, Dogen says Zazen is the most important practice and kitchen practice in a way, it looks different, but then what we are trying to do here is to be fully present. So when you cut carrot, you just cut carrot. There's nothing else to think about. Easy to say, hard to do, right? And in, in, in the kitchen, we say um, there are certain rules, right? We don't chat. Um, I mean, some people still do, but we call it functional speech, right? I, I say, please respect functional speech, which means that, um, you know, you can talk about, you, you can ask questions about how to make rice or make soup, um, how to cut vegetables, uh, but you don't talk about, you know, what you did in the last week or, you know, your backpacking trip to India, um, you know, chatting basically, you know, talk about movies or whatever, uh, because the moment you engage with the thoughts, um, you are no longer present, right? So, you know, sometimes I have to remind myself and other people in the kitchen crew, why are you here in the first place, right? Like I said, life is difficult. So you, you know, our practice is to investigate why life is difficult. What, what's making it so difficult? What, what does it mean to suffer? What's suffering? And, And to do this practice is to study the self. You know, uh, this is something Dogen says over and over. Um, the studying the Buddha way is to study the self. And to study the self is to forget the self. It's to forget the self is to actualize by myriad things. So to study the self begins with this study the mind, the mind that creates this sense of me, right? If there's a me, there are other people, you know? And then there's conflict, right? You're always comparing yourself to other people. You care about how people look at you and so forth. Um, when you're fully present, where's this me? It's not there anymore. It's kind of like magic. Right. Of course, it's easier said than done because thoughts keep arising. So our Zazen practice is to, it's not pushing away thoughts, not to, you know, um, that's it, but simply let the mind 
do what it does, you know, it just does arise. So just let them go. Just keep, just not simply notice them and let them go. And by doing this over and over and over, um, it's, it gets easier to disidentify with thoughts. So another word, we start, you know, taking things not so personally anymore, right? When you get upset, usually it means that you took something personally, right? What does it, so what, what does it mean to take, take things personally? There. So that kind of, you know, you can do this questioning to yourself. And the kitchen is, uh, again, effective because we make three meals a day and there's a deadline. So there's always a little bit of pressure, but then it's not like we'll work in a restaurant. So, you know, you don't have to worry about getting fired, right? Okay, <laughs> you burn the rice, too bad. Um, you were not paying attention there, right? And when, you're, you know, no matter how hard you work, you still make mistakes, right? Um, and you get feedback from me or, you know, other people and, um, you know, maybe your pride gets hurt and then you get to practice with that, right? And you know, overall, you know, everyone's nice. And, and usually if you follow the recipe, you know, we can make a decent soup and rice and, and delicious meal and they are healthy vegetarian meals. Um, so that's the uh, benefit, you know, obviously we are doing something wonderful. We are um, making a delicious meal for the Sangha and nourishing people and, and people appreciate. And at the same time, inside a kitchen, there's this, uh, uh, hard practice of looking at ourselves. So, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard, right? You, you, you're doing your best or maybe you had a, a bad day and then you make mistakes and um, someone pointed out you or you know, you're maybe angry at yourself, whatever. Um, in our society, we are encouraged to speak up, which is very important too. Um, but uh, Zen practice in an essential way is to look at what's underneath the anger, right? Um, so instead of pointing finger at someone, our practice is to grab the finger and turn toward yourself, right? So what's happening here, right? I mean, in a way it's easy to get angry. It's so easy to get angry. Um, it's much more difficult to get in touch with something underneath that anger. Usually it's pain, right? You're hurt and there's a fear. It's much more difficult to feel that sensation than engaging with anger. Anger is just a surface level reaction. And, and for me anyway, most of the time it's pain. There's a pain underneath it. 
So, um, so setting a self is to, you know, doing this questioning, what's happening here and what's happening in my body. Why am I angry here? You know, sometimes I feel disrespected. And so what does that mean? Okay, should I engage in an argument with this person and correct them? I could, you know, or, you know, um, if you are working in a company or <clears throat> it's totally, it's, it's up to you. Um, you can walk away if it's too much, right? Um, or you can even move to a different country like I did. Excuse me. But you know what? No matter where you go, you can't find a perfect place. You can't find a perfect country. You can't find a perfect organization. So I'm not saying that you, know, you can make change. Um, this is you know, uh, where some people get triggered. So you know, I keep saying this over and over, you have to do both. You have to do, look at yourself and with a certain understanding, you know, if you are being reactive, your action um, may not be as effective anyway. You know, first you really have to um, go deep into yourself. So instead of getting angry, our practice is really to look at this hurt, you know, feel it and let your body feel it. And by being completely present, by being present, your story goes away. Because like I said, if you're fully present, there's no me anymore. You know, what's left is this pure bodily sensation that we call anger or pain, you know? Um, and after a while, the sensation will go away. And, and when I do this practice, you know, I find that it has a lot to do with um, how I was raised, right? This, uh, this, uh, this deep-seated anger in me um, that I can trace back to my childhood. And it's, uh, uh, you know, so that's really a benefit uh, just to discover that. Um, okay, someone said something that triggered me, right? And then, oh, that person is disrespectful. And I was asking my, ask myself, is that true? Is it really true? And and you know, it's easy to jump on 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 an action to get angry and argue with people. But it's much harder to really you know, getting in touch with this pain that triggered it. You know, why did I feel that way? Like because something in me tells me that I'm not worthy of the respect. 
or I'm not respectable or something like that. You know, and I, I feel that a lot of people share this feeling of I'm not good enough, right? And there's a always pressure in the society to strive and to make more money or to have more, you know, higher social status, uh, to be more popular, to get more likes on your social network or, you know, whatever, um, to be more popular. It's all tied with this sense of what, you know, worthiness. Um, if you depend on those things, then there's no end uh, sooner or later. Um, there's a time you're gonna be disappointed and you're getting hurt. And this is why um, to me, Zen practice is lifesaver because you know, when you're fully present and there's no, when you get in touch with this much deeper dimension where there's no me, um, the suffering's gone, you know? Um, the story's gone. And you don't, you stop taking things personally and and at the same time, you can relate to people in a, a deeper way because you understand that people are suffering in a very similar way. You know, it's the ego, right? We all have the ego gets hurt. My ego is basically just a bundle of thoughts, this little me that exists in us. Um, yeah, so Zazen in a Zendo is to is, is uh, just a formal practice to be completely present in a particular form, particular posture. And then you bring that spirit to everyday life, um, having this understanding, right? That the situation is never the problem. Your thoughts about the situation is the true cause of your problem. And if you have this understanding, it makes things a lot easier, you know? And so when we work in a kitchen, um, everything is so simple, you know? You know we are either cutting vegetables, you know, washing vegetables, making rice, making soup, uh, or doing dishes, right? And then all kinds of thoughts arise, oh, I don't wanna do dishes. But then if you are fully being, if you're fully present doing dishes, it's not painful anymore, right? Because like I said, when you're fully present, it means that any kind of idea of doing anything um, doesn't have much weight. Does it make sense? So you're doing dishes for the sake of doing dishes. And you're not trying to do dishes to get it out of the way. You know, that's how we look at, you know, things like, like mundane, boring things, right? Doing dishes has this image of, um, uh, how can I say, it's a boring job, right? And, and no one wants to do that. But then if you let go of the idea, then doing this is just doing this, it is what it is, 
Yeah. So this is as Dogen teaches over and over. In a, uh, there's a text dedicated to the Tenzo. It's called the Tenzo Kyokun that we read every day in our kitchen. That um, you know don't um, don't and don't take like um, like simple food um, uh, with with the attitude of like disrespect. Or you don't, you know, you don't get excited with more expensive food. You know, it's the same thing, doing dishes or cooking food. So let go of the preferences. And doing this over and over, it's a, it's, it's really a powerful way to study yourself, study your own mind. And, and for me, living in the Pasajaro for five years, you know, I, I noticed a lot of uh, mental habit in me. You know, the way I think, the way I look at people, uh, the way I look at myself. And from there, um, I found a key to freedom. And, and I do feel a lot of freer. Uh, than five years ago. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, like Friday afternoon, I let it loose a little bit and, you know, and I work in a, work in a kitchen, you know, talking with the people, chatting with people, and it's, it's fun. And for some reason, cutting vegetables together and, and chatting is so much fun, you know, and um, that's okay sometimes. Um, but yeah, so I do recommend everyone to do the same thing at the workplace. You know, it doesn't have to be the kitchen. You can do this practice at anywhere. Um, yeah, Tenzo is traditionally a highly regarded job, but it then goes with cleaning. And in Zen practice, it's important that we put all our energy into simple tasks like cleaning, like house cleaning. It's so boring, oh, you don't wanna do that. But then if you put your mind to it, it's kind of free freedom, right? You're not thinking about anything. Um, and after cleaning, it's such a, a wonderful feeling. You have this sense of satisfaction. Um, yeah, so um, that's an important part of, um, work practice that we call in, in Zen Center. We call it work practice. And basically not to cut not to cut corners, right? Doing the, these mundane things um, wholeheartedly. It can be cleaning um, or cooking or simply sitting or working in a zendo or doing prostration, whatever. It's uh, two minutes to go. Um, yeah, so my suggestion is really to investigate, you know, what it means to be present and what it means to study the self. 
um, in a community practice, we sometimes do check-in and share our, our experience. And, and some people do share um, their vulnerable part of themselves. And it can be difficult, you know. Um, but if you really want to be free, I think it is crucial to, to really you know, go deep into yourself and be honest with yourself. Um, and from there, I believe you can take proper and more effective action to make changes in this world. Um, like I said, anger is very uh, tricky emotion and there are um, legitimate anger, of course, you know, so society is so unfair. Uh, some people are not treated fairly and that anger can be a, a great force uh, to make a change, of course. But I'm, you know, in a community life, um, it's easy, much easier to practice the small angers, like someone step on your toe, or you know, some someone look at you in a certain way, or someone said something that annoyed you, or and that kind of things happen every day. And essence of anger is really the same, coming from the same place of insecurity, pain, and fear. <clears throat> 